The following audio is from Gold Country Baptist Church in Shingle Springs, California. Visit gcb.church to find more resources and to learn about our church. The China Inland Mission, so they have a very long history. And I went out with my husband and two little children, and I was pregnant at the time, and I was only 26 years old. And we went to the islands of Palau, where my husband taught high school, and I taught in the um, gospel kindergarten, it was called. And it was quite a lively time, completely different than it is today. We didn't have modern technology at all. When we sent our prayer letter, we used a mimeograph machine. I don't even think you guys know what that is. But we cranked our newsletters out, and then we mailed them. We didn't have a phone for the whole four years we lived there. And to call home, which we did only at Christmas, cost $4 a minute. And we had to get up and drive our children in the middle of the night to the communication station, go into a little booth, and call home to wish our family happy Merry Christmas. We didn't even get to call when it was their birthday. And so it was completely different than it is now, where I can be shopping at the grocery store on Guam, texting my dad while I'm there. Oh, hey, Dad, I'm at Home Depot. What should I get? Which drill should I get? What one's best? And he can tell me right while I'm in Home Depot. <laughs> it's really, really crazy, but it's, it's also a good name. And you do checks, and these guys do Venmo just so you know. <laughs> so so I've been at, on the mission field a long time. We spent four years in the islands of Palau as teachers. Then we went back and helped start a Bible college on Guam. It's a small school. Um, COVID really messed up a lot of things in the islands. And this year we've gotten a whole lot of new freshman students. We have 46 students on our campus, which is a big upgrade from where we've been. And so it's really good. And we, you don't have to learn a foreign language, which is the really nice thing about being on Guam. And not only that, but you can, if you guys ever want to come to a small Bible college, you can come and experience different cultures all at once. Because even though we have um, Micronesian students that come to our campus, they are not all the same. So if we have our students from Chuuk, they are not the same as the students from Yap or the students from Palau. In fact, in some ways, they aren't similar at all. And they are all living in the dorm together. And sometimes there's American students living in the dorms and German students in the dorm. We have Filipinos. And we even have a person that came from Russia for a short amount of time and from all over the world. So you get a real, real cross-cultural experience while you're being trained, actually, in the Word and God's Word. And it's a really cool thing. Um, when you talk about being available and what God calls you to do. So my husband, he was the president of the school for a few, quite a few years. And he died of cancer in 2019. And God told me, you need to go back. So I went back. And I teach. So I was a teacher for the pre-college um, students that come. And this year, in the summer... Um, I volunteered to paint buildings and to clean mold and to fix stuff, which I've done other summers, even when Dave was, was the president. And when summer was over, the president of the school now called me into her office and said, 
Joyce, I have a question for you. And I said, sure. I was assuming I would go back to teaching. And she said, would you be our maintenance supervisor? <laughs> and I, I did what you just did. I just started laughing. <laughs> and then she says, no, I'm serious. And I said, let me pray about that. So I went home and I prayed for a few days. And God said, you know, <laughs> you're all they have. <laughs> You might as well say yes. And so I'd, I'd even ask my dad to pray along with me, and I said yes. And so that's what I do this semester. And one of the things that I get to do because of that is work very closely with the students, which if you're teaching, you don't always get, because I'm in the dorm a lot. And I open the door, and my name on campus is Mama Joyce. And I yell, Mama Joyce is in the dorm. And they all know. And then some of them might stick their head out and say, do you need help today? And I say, do you have class today? Because often they would rather help me than go to class. <laughs> and so I always make sure to ask that. And, and God has just given me the ability to do things that I really shouldn't know how to do. But thanks to my dad, really dad, lots of things I can do that not everybody can. I know how to work a drill. I know how to work a saw. I know how to do all kinds of things he taught me to do. And many times it's not perfect like he does it. Because <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist. One of my favorite saying is, ah, that's good enough. <laughs> and so they have me. And every day my prayer for myself and our students and our staff is, Lord, make me a blessing to someone today. And you could pray along with me about that. Make me a blessing. You could say that every day of your life. Lord, make me a blessing to someone today. And then my second prayer is, Lord, make me a really good listener. Because I'm not interacting with the students in a classroom. We could be in the car. We could be putting things on the back of the truck to haul the dump. I mean, we could be painting together. I put dressers together with two girls that had never held tools before. And they, we talk because we're just in a room together. And we talk. And I pray that God makes me a good listener so that when they share their problems with me, I make sure that I pray for them and point them to Jesus. And then the other thing I pray is, Lord, make me an encouragement to somebody that's struggling with their faith. Not all our students actually come as Christians. Some of them come because their parents made them go there. And I, one of my students, that he's actually one of my workers five hours a week. Um, he's one of those. He's only there because his parents made him go. And so I pray that God uses me to encourage him. He is a believer, but in his faith, that he will, he will take his faith more seriously. And then the last thing I pray, and I, I actually pray this a lot of times every day, and I ask you to pray for me too. Lord, help me not to get hurt. <laughs> because I'm doing things where you could get hurt seriously. And I've fallen off a ladder already twice and hit my head on a dresser. And I got up and said, oh, hey, nothing's broken. Ow. <laughs> and then one day I was in the shop and a, pile of gypsum board started to fall, and they're heavy. I can't even pick up one, and there were seven of them, and they started to fall on me. 
And I just prayed, oh, Lord, protect me. And then they hit another piece of wood and stopped. And only my leg was under there, and I could pull it out. <laughs> just like, okay, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and so I'm an unlikely person is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm a very unlikely person to be a maintenance person at a Bible college. <laughs> and yet God had me do it. He can have you guys do things you you can never do. I actually am a graduate of PIU, so I went to the mission field, and I hadn't even graduated from college yet. And yet God has been able to use me in all kinds of different ways. And it's really him that does it. It's not me. Most of the time I just say, okay, I'll try. And, and it's been a big, huge blessing in my life. Big, huge blessing. One of the things about this church that's also a blessing is they have supported my family since 1984. That's a long time, right? We went to the islands of Palau in 84, and they've never stopped supporting us this whole entire time. They've seen our children grow up. They've seen Missy wasn't even born yet. And so they've really seen a family that said yes to missions that are just normal people grow up, which is really cool, really a cool thing. And what I want to say to the young people is this church has a missions group, and the people in it are getting old, just like me. (laughs) And we need young people to come along after us and pray for missionaries, because I can't tell you how many times we were going through some of the hardest spiritual warfare on those islands that you can't even imagine. And we knew people were praying for us. And it was the difference of staying there or running away like Jonah. Because we knew that the people in this missions group were praying for us. And we really need some of you younger people to step up. Because I'm telling you right now that we cannot do what we do on the missions group and the mission field without you. Really, you don't even understand how important it is. And I want to tell you, Pray for your missionaries. This church has a lot of missionaries. It's a fabulous church. And pray for them and pray for them as strength and pray for peace and pray that they will be effective and pray for the people they minister to because Satan wants to snatch them all away. And that's how we get our powers through our prayers, through our God. So if you ever thought of being a missionary, look into it. Really, I'd never heard of Liebenzell Mission before. My dad looks it up in his book. Oh, they look okay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so just kind of, kind of pray and ask God what he would have you do. I was actually in the fourth grade when I felt God call me in missions. And so it could have been something that God put in your heart when you were camping or when you saw a missionary. could that, and God's called you. Do it. It's great. It's great. And just to know that you're where God wants you to be, there's no much, no better place to be than that. The peace that he gives you in your heart is amazing, even in the hard times. So thank you to those of you who support me. Thank you for praying for me. Pray for those things. I'll be a blessing. I'll be an encouragement. I'll be safe. God will hear your prayers. Pray for our students. I'm going to share one really quick praise. So we have 46 students. They're young, the young people. This year we also started in the summer 
uh, outreach to Chukis, they're, they're one of the people groups, to the Chukis people on Guam, all men. We invited any men that were interested in learning how to do church work and ethics. And we have our, um, I forgot the name, but he, he teaches, he's our Bible chair at the, at the college, and he's a Chukis man. And so we offered a class for Chukis men on, at night, a night class. And so we started in the summer, and the first night we had 50, 50 men that came. And it was like we were shocked. And usually Chukis don't come on time, and they were early. And we thought, well, that's good. It's the first night, right? But they were early every week, and, and they were faithful to come. They took a Bible class, and they took an ethics class. And at the end, we had a big dinner, island food and all that, and it was really fun. And this semester, they've started the class again. It's new subjects this semester. But we have 46. And that's just amazing because there's just a need on Guam in the Chukis community is so great. And even just this semester, one of our students' brother, who didn't come, he murdered somebody, and he's in jail. I mean, like, you can't, it's horrid. The, the things that happen to their families are horrid. And yet, we have this group of men that have come and said, we want to know Jesus more. Let's take classes at PIU. So that's pretty cool, right? So thanking God for that. Okay. God's already answered your prayer tonight of being a <laughs> blessing, being an encouragement to us, and uh, we want to pray for you. Thank you for sharing those things. Our Father, we thank you for the blessing that it is to, to see your see you use us, Lord. We are, as as we've heard already tonight, ordinary people, uh, and yet you are you are the one who delights to use us and. And I'm reminded, even as Ron talked about the word compassion, and, and even the word, I think, flexibility certainly comes into mind on, on the mission field, is, Lord, we, we want to be useful to the Master. We want to be used, whether it's here or abroad. And I think of even a, a young, younger person, the first year I was here at the, at the church, who had had on her heart since she was a little kid going to the mission field and wanted my counsel about her going and, and teaching in those islands there. And so what a... What a blessing to see Aaron go on the mission field, but also Tim and Melody when I came here were at a, another stage of life and, and uh, later in life wanting to use their gifts in maintenance and teaching and uh, uh, Lord spend and, and be flexible, spend more years and do different things than they had planned. And I know Dale was involved using his carpentry and construction skills and, and others as well. Mary Lou using her IT skills on the same campus. And what a what a blessing it is, Lord. We thank you for Dave and his legacy and, and his kids, and uh, we pray, Lord, I, I just am so encouraged by Joyce continuing on uh, in his absence and, and being willing to do whatever you would call her to. So, Lord, I pray that you would continue to make her a blessing, keep her safe, and help her to be uh, an encouragement to the students. Uh, thank you that she can be here, and we pray you bless her and give her safe travels as she goes back, and we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Just one quick story, too. Yeah. So there's been a window in the bathroom broke in one of the men's norms room, and it's been broken for maybe four years, maybe not. But I went and priced it at Home Depot, and it was $250, and I said, hmm, 
sorry, we can't afford that. And God led me to a piece of glass that was just laying on the ground, and it fit perfectly, and I put it in, and I fixed the screen on the other side, and two of the male students came to me and said, oh, thank you so much. Now we're not scared to go in there because snakes can't get in. (laughs) So you just never know. (laughs) 